with an educated opinion on topics of all varieties. Yo, it's your boy Bubba, and you are listening to Bubba's Banter. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm being corny. Yo, what's good, Josh? Your motherfucking boy. I gotta say no names, right? It's your boy Bubba, and you are listening to Ooh, Bubba's banter. Yo, first off, let me say I'm very fucking congested, y'all. So my voice, I sound all stuffed up, is because I'm fucking congested like a motherfucker. Like I, I don't know if y'all can hear me like trying to talk through my nose, but that's what's happening right now. Like I'm very, very congested, and I cannot help it. And I'm so sorry if y'all hear this show and I just sound a motherfucking muck okay you might even hear me cough you might even hear me sneeze you might even hear me blow my nose once i'm gonna try to edit that part out though <laughs> but these allergies have been mike tysoning my ass for the past month and i have a doctor's appointment on tuesday thankfully and hopefully they can give me something that's gonna do way better than fucking benadryl and claritin because none of it works benadryl all it does is make me fucking sleepy it, it, it helped the symptoms for a little bit but it makes me sleepy claritin works but it only works for like fucking uh like an hour and then i'm back to itching my nose and like sneezing like i need something i need a decongester um a good decongester yeah that's what i need and i can't wait to go to the doctor so i hope they give me something really really good um because I don't know what's going on. I don't like it. But anyways, I haven't talked to y'all in a minute. I'm so sorry. I have been like bobbing and weaving through the chaos. I have so much stuff going on. Good and bad though. It's not like everything is bad. It's just, I have a lot of stuff going on. I had to cancel two shows and I was like, fuck, you know, that's not going to be good. You know, but I was like, okay, I can make it up for June, you know, whatever. But speaking of June, I do want to say happy Pride Month to my days and gays. I love y'all. Um, be safe out here because, you know, these are Republicans and uh, conservative folks are out, out here to eat us alive because they so um, oppressed overseeing a rainbow for the, the month of June. As if like Fourth of July ain't all about freedom and shooting fireworks and acting crazy. But it's so weird. It's so weird how people get so offended it on in the month of june like i i have a topic so i'm gonna save it <laughs> for what i really want to say but um again happy pride month to my days and gays also happy pride to my um allies i love you guys i have a lot of straight allies that listen to my show i really do appreciate you guys supporting me not because i'm just because i'm gay but I'm, i want to say thank you for allowing me to be myself in your environment that really makes a lot um i was talking about safe spaces and shit sometimes and you know um it's important to ha like have those friends and people and family who you know allow you to be yourself 100 percent of the time you know what i'm saying i appreciate that shit more than you know so happy pride to you too honey um <laughs> honey um but yeah so tonight is going to be a solo dolo show um i do want to say know where to follow me at which is bubba's banter podcast also follow my personal which is the real doc dre uh, follow my facebook page which is bubba's banter as well um and i'm thinking about making a tiktok y'all i dumped twitter because tw twitter is only good for like porn and like writing thing pieces mostly porn but thing pieces but yeah that's really pretty much what it is for twitter so i dumped it <laughs> i was like i don't need this like this like i fuck around post a, a dick pic on twitter and uh <laughs> on the wrong one like i can't i can't have a, a, a bubba's banter page and be flipping back and forth through pages like nah i'm good <laughs> look at me putting out my shit <laughs> i'm doing too much anyways yes so i'm i'm probably gonna make uh, a tiktok so be on the lookout for that um also i want to say 
Go get them bearskin undies. Go get them, y'all. Go get them. Go get them. They were literally designed with the big men in mind. And I'm telling you guys, they are good. This and, and me saying this, like me being an ambassador, I don't get paid for this advertisement, just so you guys know. I do this because I really love bearskin underwear. It's also a gay-owned um, company, and it's localized here in PDX. So I'm like, I, 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 I got to support them. And they're just so great. Like the, co- the owners, Jody and Bjorn, are just really um did i say co-owners the owners let me say that because I, I feel like i butchered it the owners <laughs> the owners uh jody and bjorn are just really good people and so um they support me and and i've did a few shoots with them and so i really support their business like it's it's really a good good um brand and i think you guys love them too just as much as i love them they got a, a r&b leopard print out it's so cute it's giving it's giving like disco in the jungle vibes like they're they're really cute i, I really like this print that they just they came out with and you know it's summer right so y'all should probably go get the motherfucking speedos and 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 and, and shorts because it's summer it's summer go get you some 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 speedos for the, for the pool parties and shit like that in the river go get them they cute too so if you use my promo code bubba you'll get 15 percent off all right so go ahead and hit them up go to the website you do it um let me give and i know some of y'all don't know how to spell so um bearskin skn dot c or dot c-o-m look at me fucking not knowing how to spell <laughs> <laughs> anyways let's get it let's get it let's get it it is solo dolo show so as you guys know i got on twitter and i posted a whole bunch of like questionnaires not twitter instagram look at me talking about fucking up the websites so instagram i got on instagram and i posted you know a questionnaire on both pages this time around and i got about 20 30 no i got 30 35 questions um collectively and i only narrowed it down to seven because some of them was not that good and y'all be playing in my questionnaires and i don't be having time for that um so i picked seven of those and i'm going to talk about those seven and i picked them on the strength of me being able to like fully talk about the question you know in a way of like discussing it and elaborating on the question so um first question is how do you feel about the target situation um honestly like it's funny to me at this point because it happens like every june of every year like we've been hearing about this shit since like 20 what 20 20 what 2015 16 that they've been doing this at target like going to the target stores tearing the product pro- products down and blah 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 and this and this and that and this is, it's just so weird to me it's so weird to me how people can be so offended about rainbows and gay shit on like on clothes like i don't understand it like it's giving obsessed it's giving it's giving i want to suck some dick but don't know how to tell you i want to suck some dick like girl get over yourself get the fuck over yourself like no one really cares that you're offended and stop trying to act like they're coming for the kids like that was the thing that really pissed me off too is like the misinformation that happens so much with like on social media is just so daunting to me and like people don't realize that that shouldn't get you hurt or get you killed literally so it's the misinformation part for me like they were sitting here saying that there's a kid pride section which the target that I've been to, the targets, the two targets that I've been to uh, in the past two weeks or the past week, sorry, because it's only been like a week of June. It's like um, I've only I've the two that I went to targets. There was no motherfucking like 
kid section for Pride. Like none of that. And then when you go to the Pride section, they tried to say that there were swimsuits had binding baby swimsuits had binding tucking features and binding features. Like no on the swimsuits, and those are all for adults. None of it's for kids. Even when I looked at the kids onesies that had the like Pride flag and the trans flag, there was no tucking feature on it. What are you talking about? Why are you guys spreading misinformation? And this is what I'm talking about. Misinformation is a is a serious thing, guys. Like people put stuff out and then people really believe it. People really fucking believe it. And it's just annoying. It's so fucking annoying to me. And I'm so tired of hearing about it. Like I'm so tired of hearing about it. Like and I think like okay, I'm gonna say this. I don't think any kid should have to know about sexualities, right? Homosexuality, uh, um, heterosexuality, whatever sexuality, right? I, I agree on that. No kid should have to know about that, right? We shouldn't have to. But there is a way to teach kids about homosexuality without the sex part. Just like how, just like how we have been doing for years, for eons with heterosexuality, right? Like we know about, you know, marriage between the man and a woman. Uh, hold on, y'all. Fuck, I gotta sneeze. We've been. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we we've been we've been learning about heterosexual relationships, different heterosexual relationships. We don't see it displayed on TV throughout, you know, eons. I like saying eons. <laughs> that's that's a great word to me. We've been we've been noticed since most of our lived experience. We've seen nothing but heterosexual um, sh- uh, agenda on TV because <laughs> I like to call it the gay agenda. I'm gonna say the heterosexual agenda. We've seen that on TV most of our lives through movies, through music, through everything. And so the fact that like y'all sitting up here acting like we want y'all motherfucking kids, girl, fuck them kids, sit down. But I think my only concern about the issue is the employees. Like it's sad when you have to go through so much shit as an employee like i know for a fact working for tsa um we go through some shit with people with passengers like we really do like we have to take a lot of the shit that passengers throw on us especially when they like running late for a flight or you know they can't get their way like like the dump on us you know and sometimes like i've i've gotten to a point where i realized with passengers like when they dump like their shit on us it literally has something to do with us us or me as an officer or even the process they just don't like the fact that they got caught up in doing something that they're not supposed to be doing you know what i'm saying and like most of the times that's what it is so um but just to be a pa- just to be a an employee at a place where we're being harassed all the time and now you know targets nationwide are pushing their pride their pride uh products you know further back or sections further back in into the stores because they don't want it to be seen you know what i'm saying like that's sad but whatever it is what it is like i'm over it at this point like i ain't got nothing to do with that but i just feel bad for those employees and i don't really want to talk about it even more because i know i'm probably going to talk about it a lot this month so uh (laughs) next question right um so I was actually trying to save this question for my boy Cecil that's been on here multiple times. If you listen to my show, if you're a regular and, and you're subscribed to my show, you know my boy Cecil, we we be chopping it up and we really be getting down on shit. Like, we be getting down on shit. But I was going to save this question for him, but I think I'm going I'm to end up bringing it back up to him. But anyways, um, it says, how do you feel about black conservatives or Republicans? Honestly, I don't really feel any type of way. I do, but like, I don't. Like, it's a like catch-22, you know? Like, because... 
this is gonna sound funny too <laughs> it's gonna sound funny but i listen and i listen and i watch a lot of black conservative content creators i watch their shit and it's and it's because i find it intriguing like it's so easy to lie like it's so easy to make up shit like, like it's so easy to lie and make up shit and like be it, or like exaggerating oh my god the exaggeration of most conservative like black conservatives or actually no i coined a term called the diversity conservatives so the diversity conservatives is like a a, a, um um a coalition if if you will say or if that's the right word to say of people who are all of different like races sexualities whatever They're, they're you know they go against the um average american who is fighting against racism or homophobia or woman's rights or trans rights or you know whatever it is you know these people literally fight against you know these these individuals who are of the same orientation or race or gender they fight against the ones who are fighting against those um you know those bad things that are happening in in america and so you see so many like of these people like okay for instance content creator Amala. I don't know her last name, but I like her. I like her. Like, I think it, and the reason why I like her is because she's so, like, she's so smart. I know she's smart as fuck. She's a smart girl. She can sing too, it, but she's so smart. She's so smart. And the way she articulates her points and views, it, like, the way she make you, it's almost believable by, by some of the things that she talks about. It's very believable. It's almost like I want to be on her side, but she's also like, this is kind of very single-minded in like the way that you're thinking about, you know, certain aspects or certain things or certain topics. It's like, this is an individual situation that like, you're not looking at it from a broad terms of things. Like it's very like, you know, like, 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 you know, those people that like to go against the grain on every single thing just for no reason. Like that's kind of how she is sometimes when she talks about certain things, but she's a smart girl. Like, and I just love like listening to her content just so I can be like, okay, cool. Like, you know, and it's funny. Like, it's just funny. I don't know how to say her last name. I don't want to pronounce it because, um, I'll butcher it. I meant to say that earlier. I'll butcher the fuck out of it. But, uh, again, like when you think about it, like she's a woman, she's biracial, you know, she's straight. I'm assuming um and like she's just like a fresh of breath air to a lot of these white Americans who are tired of hearing you know different people fight against you know homophobia racism or whatever isms there is out there in the world and she she is literally one of those people and they have built so much of like content nowadays like it's almost as if it's scary because again the I'm I'm gonna say it again <laughs> the di- the 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 conservative um diversity or the diversity conservatives they've built like a coalition and most of these people literally are like trump supporters or they're very um you know they're re- they're very um on the red side of things like the right wing side of things like you know uh very political and i honestly believe that um and personally to me because you think of people you think of people like like okay candace owens is the og of all those people candace owens is literally the og of this this type of this type of conservative movement like because when you think about the these conservatives nowadays or these conservative content creators nowadays they're very young 
these some of these people are like 19 20 22 like like and, and they're monetizing off of social media too like let's not act like they're not monetizing enough to where like these people are used as as dog whistles and scapegoats and um you know they're they're monetizing off off of this because you tell me right now if someone's not running for president or running for whatever or running for whatever and they get endorsed by one of these content influencers that's all a person needs is one of these influencers to try to influence other young people to vote for them like it is literally (laughs) i'm telling you they know what they're doing they're monetizing off of this shit and it's just it's in a part a part of me is like it's sad at the same time get your money like it's like you guys will never understand the, the amount of people the amount of like co-workers actually who've showed me like videos from like some of these content creators as if like you know their perspective on the topic that i may be talking to that to talking to them about right is is it's more important versus me as the person who has the lived experience of whatever topic we're talking about and it's just like it's so mind-boggling to me like it's so mind-boggling to me how people talk about things and they don't understand it in a bigger picture versus single-minded like so many of us are single-minded when it comes to certain things and to our experiences so many of us are single-minded and not realizing that sometimes we have to step outside of our experiences and realize that everything is not the same you know what i'm saying everything is bigger than what we see how we see it you know what i'm saying but um yeah and 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 a lot of these content creators i want to add too is like they know spreading negative shit and like misinformation is gonna get them views and likes i mean we talk about how people are obsessed with social media these people know it's it's a mastermind it's a game that's why you see so many popping up it's not oh i'm tired of being with the democrats and I want better for America. It's oh no, I can actually make some fucking money off this. Let me monetize the right way. You know, it's almost as if like some of them are narcissistic too. But <laughs> but that's another thing. But um overall, overall, I would say that a lot of black conservatism is giving it's giving black resentment. Like, yes, black conser- black conservatism is giving black resentment. And I and I'm saying this because I understand it as a black man who is gay. Like I feel felt resentment towards my own people culture and and things of that sort i did for so long i've always felt like my own community does not accept me for who i am you know some people in the community accept me for who i am but like you know i'm saying uh, it's it's always been a hard and i feel like especially when you're like in your adolescence that's when you that's when you that's where it comes from the most being teased as a black person you know being teased like okay let me say this being a black i feel like black resentment stems from our adolescence because of you being a different black kid like and and, I, and follow me on this though follow this i remember being teased for liking nsync i remember being teased for liking to dance over one to play football or basketball or any sport right i remember being teased for wearing different shoes that weren't like jordans or whatever whatever it was you know i remember being teased for talking a certain way like and yes this all happens to every race but when you are black and you live in a black home and you live in a black neighborhood and you have a blackity black family and you also in a black school did i say black school the first time whatever being a oddball is always being seen as being white always and so you always are going to get treated differently and i remember i got treated differently a lot in high school a lot and not just high old middle school all that and so like 
when you become older and you're like, okay, I can control, you have so much of that uncharted like resentment that you have not been able to let go or trauma that you have not been able to let go that you start to spew that shit out against your own people at times. And it's crazy. Like I'm for real. And I remember being one of those gay dudes who like, I didn't fuck with black people at one point. I remember I used to say coon and and people used to get at me for saying that shit. Like I remember uh, one of my homeboys was like, sometimes bro, I be feeling like you don't like black people. And I was like, man, like, but that's not what is, that's not what I'm trying to give. It's just, I be so irritated with black people. I be so irritated with my own people at times. And I was like, okay, let me switch that up some, you know, cause like I shouldn't be calling my niggas coons and like, I mean, I should, <laughs> I should be out here calling people coons and like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like that shit ain't cool, bro. That shit is not motherfucking cool. Like I should, I can't be out here doing that, bro. So like I switched it up and I was like, man, it, it was just really hard being a black and gay man. And so when I came out, I started realizing like, damn, bro, that shit was not cool back then when I was doing all that. And it was because I realized I did have some type of black resentment towards my own people. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that I did have a fucking like resentment towards my own folks. So when I look at people like a Candace Owens, all these people, I feel like these people have some level of resentment that they have not got over yet. And whether that happened in their adolescence, it could be the unhealthy relationship with their mother, unhealthy relationship with their father, their cousins, their friends, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, or just unhealthy relationships with, with, with black people or experiencing black people and you know, through and through the world, you know, of course you're going to feel a certain way you feel. Anybody will turn to a Uncle Ruckus if every day that they see a black person and they have a negative experience with them, of course they'll turn into an Uncle Ruckus in a second, eventually. But <laughs> that's all I got to say. Next question next question next question next question um all right so um on your latest show where you were talking about body positivity with the ladies and you were talking about having a film presenting body do you still feel that way and do you feel like body imagery issues in the gay community comes from what we see online so okay so your, for your first question yes I do still feel like I have a film presenting body. Um, there's days where I hate it. There's days where I'm cool with it. Like it is what it is. I'm in a gym. Um, I work out a lot. So, uh, you know, when I get that little nice chest pump, I'm like, Ooh, and I'd be like, Ooh, look at these titties. Like they sitting up like, mm, boom. And then, <laughs> and then bitch, there's some days where I'm like, Ooh, bitch, these titties gotta go. My back hurting. Like, <laughs> Like, I mean, like, bitch, they gotta go. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it, it, it's an inflex, but I mean, I'm still thinking about getting surgery. I just, it is what it is. Like, that's the only part of my body that I feel like is fin presenting. Like, I don't have a lot of hips or. I ain't got no girly shape, you know, it's more masculine. It's just the, the, the chest part is where I don't like, especially like sometimes I'll take pictures and, um, I'll look at it like, Ooh, girl, I gotta get rid of these or, you know, it is what it is though. Like I'm not too, like, I'm not too pressed about it as much as I used to be, but I'm still like, now that I'm getting older, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be 35 this year. Do I really want to enter in my forties like that? You know, or whatever, whatever it is. It's just, that's how I thought about it at least. Um, but <sighs> Well, we'll see. Six months from now, we'll see when, when I, you know, what I'm going to look like by the fall. See what, see what my body is doing. Um, but yeah, uh, to answer your second question, yes, I do believe that body imagery issues are literally stemmed from a lot of things for the gay community. 
I think that a lot of people don't realize the hoops and loops that we go through to be able to um, obtain like a certain type of body because I think that body has status like your body type has a status it has a status to it like it, it gives you some type of notoriety like people you know respect you and look at it's pretty privileged you know if you have a bomb ass body like everybody wants to be around you they want to talk to you 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 look more approachable you are more attractive so they want to talk to you and think that you know you're a god-giving person and I realize that and I think a lot of gay people strive have to do that like they go to the gym they take steroids like they don't care about competing at all but they're taking steroids so they can have a certain type of body type and it's, it's very it's very toxic it's very it's a it's a toxic thing like i know so many gay men who take steroids and it's and they don't they're not bodybuilders or powerlifters they just want to have a certain beefy body to look good for you know social media they want the notoriety that comes along with it it really is a sad thing for men like um i think one of the things i do want to tackle this 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 season is about especially it also being men's mental uh men mental health month i do believe that um that's one of the things that i do want to talk about with body positivity is like um it's sad that um people don't understand like you know there's a lot of things that goes along with um with this whole chasing a certain type of body thing and i'm and i can i know for a fact because i've been chasing a certain body type for years and i have not obtained it yet you know so there's that but uh yeah i just wish people were really taking the consideration of how toxic it can be like i've seen so many people put themselves in situations to obtain a certain body it's very very sad like very sad i for for instance i can attest i can attest there was a time where i literally would not eat before an event or a social gathering because i didn't want to look bloated or i didn't want to look a certain way i didn't want to feel fat or look fat so i didn't eat until i got until after the event and i was hungry as fuck and i didn't eat though until after the event like that's toxic or the money times that i will go to the gym before barracuda so i can have a nice little um body pump or arm pump or chest pump before I go into the club and so people can see my muscles bulging I'll go give me a nice little pump like we do this so much to ourselves in order to be liked and loved by people and it's just very fucked up it's unhealthy as fuck it's unhealthy as fuck and we normalize this shit so much we normalize it and it becomes so toxic and it breeds so many people into like you know these surgeries trying to perfect something that's not meant to be perfected you know so but at the same time when you want to go get a surgery go get a surgery just understand that when you get that surgery it's going to come along with other things you're going to want to go get this you're going to go get that you're going to go with this you're just never going to be satisfied so that's why i'm so scared about getting uh getting uh my chest done because i'm just so scared that i'm gonna start after i get my chest done okay i want to get abs now okay after i get abs i want to get um i want to get a dick implant <laughs> oh after i got that oh i want to get some um some thought i want to get a a, a bbl now nah, i don't want no fucking bbl <laughs> but it'll be cute <laughs> anyways can you just imagine bbl bubba like no bro no no bro no bbl bubba shit that is too fucking funny anyways next question um this question is a little deep and i'm scared to talk about it on here only because of my current situation but um so I saw you make a post about being an unrequited lover. What does that mean? So unrequited love is when it's pretty much just like a one-sided situationship or relationship or like the person that you're pursuing is not pursuing you the way that you're pursuing them. So ultimately the person probably is not into you like that and but you just keep chasing after them. Um, it's easy to get caught up in though. 
So especially if you haven't been in a relationship before or you're not used to you haven't been one and you haven't been in one in a while, it's easy. And, and and also if you don't have self-respect for yourself or you don't create create boundaries and shit like that, it becomes a thing. You know what I mean? Um, but I talked about this in therapy with my friend or my therapist. And um, <laughs> he told me that unrequited love has like five stages. And a lot of people don't really take into consideration of what unrequited love is and that you have have and people get uh people get stuck in these stages of unrequited love for a long time and so the first stage is denial like the first stage of denial is where most people think that they're in a relationship with somebody or a situation with somebody and they think that it's actually going good but in fact it's probably not going good and they go all out their way to make sure that everything they talk about or they're trying to talk about with the person like they're trying to make it seem like this person really wants them this person wants that they're making excuses for the person when in fact the person really doesn't want to be with you like that they don't want to fuck with you like that and you're you know their actions are not their actions are not leading up with their words pretty much um stage two is anger and that is like the most vicious stage because you know people tend to internalize anger or they you know become self-destructive or they take it out on their friends or family or whether 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 that's you know your co-workers or people at work whatever it is it becomes you know a problematic situation and for me i internalize everything so i know for a fact that i get very internalized i feel like like okay for instance on tiktok i was talking about story i was talking about with my therapist how i create storyboards in my head and so when it comes to dating people sometimes i will um because I'm like this hopeless romantic, I kind of built this story up in my head and like how I'm going to be with this person, how we're going to fall in love. And, you know, we tend to build like this fairy tale. And then when we realize the expectation of what we want is not going to be what we're going to get, we get all angry. And a lot of times it'd be us doing it to ourselves. So it's okay but at the same time you gotta figure out like how to correct that shit because you don't want to go too far in that <laughs> tell you you don't want to um the other stage stage three is like bargaining like so people tend to like to bargain like their love like and that's the worst stage like because especially for a people person like me i'm very prideful and i don't like begging for shit so so if i'm begging you for something like understand that i must be like really like like you or not even necessarily not begging bargaining because begging and bargaining is different i'm not begging nobody for shit but if i'm like trying my hardest to like you know get to see you or do something with you or this and this and that and i'm like trying to make time or i'm switching shit around in my schedule to see you like i must really like you a lot so understand that you know what i'm saying that's that's a real real thing but in hindsight you know it's true that you know love will make a motherfucker do some crazy shit shit i'm telling you or sex sex some good dick will make you do some crazy shit right <laughs> but i've seen so many people be in these relationships and it's always toxic you know like in a lot of times you know those relationships that i see like this they tend to have children and it's like that's the part that's the saddest too it's like when you have kids with this person and like you know dating someone that has kids okay let me stop before i even say some fucked up shit and get in trouble um <laughs> i get canceled i ain't gonna even say that i'm not gonna say that. or put my personal business out there but uh <laughs> ah let me shut up 
but no um i think people go out their way to do things for people to stay with them and it's just like no honey that's not don't bark in your love like that don't just give people the one up on you like that like that's your the relationship is never going to be great if you got a bargain your love with somebody the relationship is never going to be great is it like compromising and bargaining are two different things as well compromising in a relationship is totally different than bargaining with somebody like if you do this you do that if i do this you, no 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 not doing it it's so toxic and then stage four is depression and that's where everything gets dark you know that's when you want to call out from work or you're going to call out from work it's laying in bed all day you know um you don't eat your hygiene gets bad it gets it gets very self-destructive in that stage and like it feels like the world is ending and the sadness will always be there like that's how it feels like it's just so doomy and gloomy in that stage so i hate it and then stage five is acceptance it's like you finally wake up one day and you're like okay this motherfucker don't want me like it's me or him like like who am i gonna choose and hopefully you choose you you know what I'm saying? hopefully you choose you because that's when you wake up and you're like fuck like because i know for a fact there's been times where i'm like i really sit up here and wasted all this goddamn time crying over this ugly motherfucker like what was it so good about this person that made me be like oh my god i want to be with them you know like it it just it's so fucked up but again you get to a point where you finally get to wake up and and fix your life and you know revamp it or whatever you got to do to just like focus on you and like do do you like that's that's what happens in stage five but the thing is is like the thing about unrequited love is that people linger in two two of the stages and that's denial and depression denial and, and, and depression are the two things that denial and depression are the two stages that people linger in the most so it's it's an, it's a it's the uh, this the it's the it's the feelings that you got to go through you, you know what I'm saying and hopefully if you have friends like if you are feeling like an unrequited lover like i do believe that you need to talk to people like you need to talk to your friends like trusted friends not someone who's gonna tell you girl be with that man you don't know if that's gonna be the one you know what i'm saying no talk to people and have conversations with people you know get a therapist like have those conversations because i think sometimes we get stuck in and stuck in situations and waste so much time with people that are really not meant for us and it's just our infatuation with wanting to be with them and telling you right now it's not worth it baby it's not worth it not at all uh next question uh next question i like saying that now next question <laughs> what anime do you watch so right now i'm watching demon slayer um i started watching it from season one it's really fucking good it's actually great i i was loving it from the first episode i was like oh my god this is dope i fucking love this shit this shit is so dope but to be honest i'm not really an anime head like i love dragon ball z i've been watching dragon ball z since i was like fucking seven eight years old so like that's the only thing i've ever watched to be honest when i was seven eight years old i just thought dragon ball z was an actual cartoon i didn't know it was considered an anime or a manga well manga and anime are two different things too but i didn't realize that it was considered an anime um so like i didn't know that i just thought it was a cartoon and until i got older i was like oh anime okay cool so um i watched a lot of that um i watched some shows like uh one punch man i've only seen season one of one punch man actually and i've and i haven't even finished that season um and then is it called baiki or baku or baki ba whatever it's called i watched uh, a few episodes of that and i didn't really like it too much um 
I don't know if I'm pronouncing that shit right though. I think I pronounced Baku, Baki, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I watched that. Um, but Demon Slayer is really good. And my friend, he started about giving me a list though. So I'm gonna like get the list and then make a list of the things I watched and, and finished. So we'll see. Um, next question. What is something in the gay community that irritates you? Girl, you want to go here? Cause I'm finna. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, bitch. One of the things that irritates me in this motherfucking community. You know what? I really don't fucking understand. We live in 2000 motherfucking 23 where everybody has a smartphone at this point. Right. I hope you got a smartphone. Even the smart flip phones got front cameras. Right. So I don't understand how it is so hard to take an ass picture on a phone. Why is it so hard? No, seriously. Why is it so hard for you to take an ass picture on your motherfucking phone? If you have a front camera and a back camera, most smartphones have timers on them. You put that motherfucker up on a wall. You put it up against the wall. Bend your ass over. Don't open it. Don't open your cheeks. Just bend your ass over. Toot that ass up. Let me see. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see that ass. Like, if I'm asking for a dick, like, it's just like dick pics. Like, if, 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 if there's an angle. I, I know the angles for dick pics. Yes, I know the angles that make it look bigger and whatever. You know, it's cool. <laughs> right. But, but, but like, I, I'm, not, I'm not like, I ain't got no small dick or anything. But still, it's just that I wish people could understand that when it comes to, like, taking an ass picture, like, you know how to do it. You just don't want to do it. And it could be a self-conscious thing, but I don't understand it. And then I don't understand the motherfuckers who love to send pictures of their booty hoe. Why are you sending me a picture of your booty hoe? Like, girl, I want to see the whole entire ass, not your booty hoe. You're sending me a whole ass picture of your motherfucking booty hoe. Like, why do you think that's acceptable and it's okay to send me a picture of your booty hoe? Like, like, I I don't get it. I really don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, girl, you really think I want to see your booty hoe? Like, I mean, yeah, I understand. I might eat ass and, like, I like to see a little pretty booty hoe and shit like, you know, uh, <laughs> but, like, bro, bro, you're really, like, sending me a picture of your booty hoe. That's just weird. It's weird as fuck, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't understand it. Next question. <laughs> Um, so, well, the last question too, <laughs> um, how do you be so comfortable? I don't think I'm comfortable as much as people like to see that I am. Um, thank you for saying that though. <laughs> I am, uh, always nervous, like always motherfucking nervous y'all. Like I'm, I'm always in my head. Um, I'm always feeling some type of way about something. I internalize everything. And I just like adapted a way to um, be to myself and learn from my experiences and situations, you know, so in different situations, I should say. Um, but what I will say is what I've learned is a way to or a way of cultivating a way to create spaces where I can fit in so I can be myself 100 percent of the time. But the sucky part is, is that what I've realized is that I'll grow certain spaces due to, you know, certain things changing in my life. Um, and so then now I got to end up cultivating a new way or a new space, you know, for my current situation situation for my new growth so um it feels like it's being wishy-washy at times but i just feel like everyone needs their own safe spaces you know what i'm saying i know that's a buzzword for most people because i know the republicans they the republicans and conservatives they hate hearing that word but i think everyone builds their own safe spaces regardless if you're a woman you're a man you know masculine non-masculine 
either straight, gay, lesbian, Latino, Asian, white, black, whatever. I think everybody creates their own safe spaces so they can be themselves 100% of the time. So that's just to me. Um, But yeah, hey guys, this is the end of the show. Uh, I want to say thank you again to everybody that likes, share, and subscribes my show. I really do appreciate you guys. Um, I want to give a shout out to my homegirl, Adriana. Um, Adriana Oliver, she... Every time I see someone asking about podcasts, my name is right there, Bubba's Banter. And I'll be like, ooh, like, <laughs> I got to give her a shout out because, like, I'm telling you, that's love. Like, that's motherfucking love when people do that. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, that feels good when I hop on Instagram or I hop on Facebook and I see that my name when someone's searching for a podcast, someone tags me. That shit feels good that someone's actually listening to my show. For real. Like, that shit feels really, really good. And I really just want to say thank you again. Special thank you to Adriana. Like, I love you for doing that to me, girl. Cause, like, it just, it, it makes me happy. It makes me feel like, okay i'm doing the right thing I'm, I'm actually doing something you know like having someone actually like my show and, and shit like that but thank you again guys also guys i want to ask if you listen to my show you subscribe to my show please rate and please leave comments um when you guys rate and comment on 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 whatever device you're listening on it gives the device more notoriety about me and it puts me more in the algorithm of new podcasts to listen to so if you guys are like actually leaving um you know comments and rating my show people actually it goes into the algorithm and it gets me discovered more so if you do please rate me please rate me on whatever um platform i would say please rate me on spotify because that's who i'm powered by spotify for podcasters now hosts my um um show so please if you guys are using spotify rate it and leave a comment in there please thank you thank you thank you um so yes guys you know where to follow me at which is buzz banter podcast on instagram the real doc dre also follow my facebook page which is bubba's banter and also guys i really am thinking about doing a tiktok so we'll we'll see what happens in the next few months with that though um again thank you guys for liking and um sharing subscribing and i'll see you guys or i'll hear from you guys when the show come out